0: This is The Book of Life, a podcast that uncovers life lessons from Judaism's most important book, helping you power your day with purpose. Here is Ruchi Koval. When I was writing my first book, Conversations with God, Prayers for Jewish Women, I remember feeling somewhat overwhelmed during the writing process. Every now and then, I was overcome with feelings of inadequacy, like, who am I to write a book? Will anybody want to buy it? I expressed some of my insecurities with my publisher. So many people have written books on prayer, I said. Why should my book be any different? So my publisher told me, yes, many books have been written about prayer. But none of them have been written in your voice. That line really stuck with me. Writing a book is not just about the content or the facts. It's about the voice of the author. It's about shining a light through her particular prism. And the refraction of that light will look different depending upon who is shining it. In our Torah portion this week, we read of the passing of the torch of leadership from Moses to his most dedicated student, Joshua. The Torah states that Joshua never moved from Moses, meaning that he was constantly at his beck and call, learning from every small and big thing that Moses did. In fact, the Torah comments that Moses is compared to the sun, whereas Joshua is compared to the moon. What this means is that Moses shined a primary light on the world. The word light in Hebrew is or. The word Torah comes from the same root, and the word Morah, which means teacher in Hebrew, also comes from the same root. Moses' job was to shine the original light of Torah to the world. He shined a light of total clarity and total wisdom, which is something that nobody had done to that degree before him. But Joshua's job was not to actually make anything up or change anything his job was to reflect the light of Moses just as the moon does not have its own light but rather reflects the light of the sun it's interesting that while the sun shines consistently every day i mean not in cleveland but that's not because there is no sun but rather because there are a lot of clouds the moon waxes and wanes now this doesn't mean that the moon itself grows smaller or larger what it means is that the amount of sunlight that reflects gets smaller and larger. So the moon can only reflect what the sun gives it. It does not generate its own light. In many ways, every Torah teacher who came after Moses was more of a moon. At the very end of the Torah, the verse says in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 10, Never again has there arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom God has known face to face. No one else ever existed like Moses because nobody else had that degree of connection to God. King Solomon says in his writings over and over again, there is nothing new under the sun. Whatever we have, whatever we innovate, whatever people invent, is merely taking from the building blocks that already existed in the world and creating something different with the existing materials. Each innovator builds on the work of the scientists and inventors who came before them. Rarely is an invention completely the work of one person. Even in soft sciences like psychology or philosophy, each thinker or philosopher builds upon the work of his teacher or mentor. Every now and then when I teach a Torah concept that someone hasn't heard before, they'll come over to me after class or lecture and breathlessly tell me how unbelievably brilliant or mind-boggling that concept was. I try to remind people that I don't make any of this stuff up. As I said in the acknowledgments in my book, thank you to the one above for giving me the ability, the drive, the words, and the passion to be a vessel for your light. I only pray I am a worthy refractor. It's true that God has blessed me with a good memory and I sometimes think of myself as a glorified copycat or collector. I am good, I will admit, at gathering the sparks of wisdom that I find scattered throughout the world and bringing them together, but I haven't invented a single thing. I have merely repeated, shared, repackaged, updated metaphors, and rebranded them. I pray that I am like the moon, shining the original light for a new audience and for a new generation. That is my greatest goal and that is my greatest wish. The fascinating thing about the Torah is that a child can learn the stories in preschool and get something out of it, and the greatest Torah scholar, who is 100 years old, can learn it as well and get something new out of it. There is always something there to be found, discovered, and to be experienced. Torah is like a living organism that consistently nourishes us And the right teacher will know how to share what exists and package it with novelty for his or her students. So Joshua's brilliance was in shining Moses' teachings to the members of his generation, which was a new generation because each generation will get the leader they need. For them, Joshua would make it new and exciting even though he was shining the original light. This is the responsibility of every Torah teacher because it's tempting to innovate and create new ideas and it's fine to share original thoughts that are consistent with the existing teachings, but a teacher needs to make sure that he or she is staying faithful to the original light of the sun while certainly speaking the language of its generation and offering it in the right package. Or as my publisher said, sharing the same message in their own voice. A good teacher will understand what its generation needs to hear and how it needs to hear it. While it's true that there never was and ever will be another leader like Moses, hopefully there will be many teachers like Joshua. And although Joshua was clearly unique and special in being the devoted attendee of Moses, In a sense, anyone who teaches Torah, and this even includes if you've heard a beautiful concept and you wish to share it with a friend, or if you recommend a spiritual book that has moved you to someone you care about. So in a sense, anyone who inspires another human being is functioning as the moon reflecting that ancient light and thereby lighting the entire universe. If you can think of the most influential person in your life, be it a teacher, an ancestor, a mentor, you can pretty much bet that this person is shining the light of another person through their own lens. This person is a moon, and now it's our job to take what we have received and to turn around and be the moon for someone else. And that's actually how we change the world. This is the Book of Life, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Join Ruki again next time for more meaning and inspiration from Judaism's most important book, To Power Your Day With Purpose.